What's the what's the going on? It's Shade Palace. I'm Sid. And I'm Anthony. And we are talking about Jersey Shore Season 1, Episode 5, Just Another Day at the Shore. Um, oh, this is where Situation could... Is this where he confronts Sam or is this... Oh, this is a flashback about Situation yep. confronting Sam. Like, you were feeling me. You wanted my sausage in your peppers <laughs> and you know it. Yes, just JWoww and Tommy are still fighting. Yep. Um, oh, and then we're finding out uh, what happened to to Snooks when she ate a fist. Yeah. I know, it's just so sad because she's freaking out. She's like, please tell me I'm not missing teeth. Um <laughs> It's so scary. And so JWoww's boyfriend, Tom, they lived together. And he was, like, her manager for her modeling career or whatever. So he had access to all her accounts. And when he broke up with her, he emptied all of her accounts. He stole all of her money. And then left the apartment with her dogs locked inside of it. I don't know if it's this season or next season that that happens. But um, she has to, like, go get her dogs. And she's like, this is all I have now. Which, like, really bonded her to the roommates because she basically was, like, broke and homeless. And, like, well, you guys are my family. So that was that was with all of her Jersey Shore money in it, right? Like, that well, wasn't just the I money don't... she had beforehand. Even if it was, I mean, it's still fucked up. But yeah, it's not, I don't like, $100,000 got... or something. I don't know if she got in a paycheck from this show yet, because I don't know where in the timeline that was, that mm. it happened. Um, so we'll have to see as we're re- re-watching the show if it happens this season or next season. Because if it happens next season, then he took all of her season one money. Oh, my God. And they don't fully address it on the show. I only know this because I'm on a bunch of Jersey Shore Reddit accounts. <laughs> Um, so they're recapping the fight and the guy leaving the uh, bar that I think is called like Clam Diggers or Oyster Larry's or something, I'm assuming. There's a dude in the background who's wearing half plaid, half jort. Um, it's incredibly distracting. and Oh, I missed it. Oh. Yeah, he's got one dark black leg and one uh, green plaid leg. Plaid leg. Whoa! Yep. I mean that—that's the height of fashion. Sure that it is. is the height of fashion. And Sam actually helped her out and took her to the bathroom, um, which is impressive that Sam actually like took care of her. Um, because you, I could picture Sam being like, "Ew, blood! Get away from me." This is a continuity error. The dude who had his face blurred out that they were just confronting over on the edge of the wall there on the edge of the boardwalk was wearing Uh a different shirt than the dude who punched Snooki. So were they confronting, was it one of his friends? Maybe one of his friends. Maybe they were just confronting somebody wearing a Navy shirt. Oh, yeah, look. They said, they're like, we're just looking for someone to take our, our anger out on. Oh, so they okay. So they went after one of his friends. All right, yeah. and 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 the one of his friends didn't sign the release because otherwise they would have just shown his face. That makes total yeah. sense. Yeah, but it's weird that he did. I yeah. don't know. 
It's very weird. I would I'll I would like to know. Like a situation comes in the shitter to help her out. Um, and they all talk her down and let her know that she's fine. And I think the really important thing is that her breasts look really good in this scene. <laughs> I hadn't noticed I was paying attention to her tears, but I'll now I'll I'll pay attention to what's important. Yeah, she's wearing like a little velour tracksuit hoodie, and the melons are pushed up nice in between. Um, and good for her. And Jenny is wearing sweatpants with her underpants hanging out the top. Like she's wearing like boy short underwear with her sweatpants waist band rolled down which honestly given the year i'm surprised it wasn't a thong hanging out the top yeah get a little whale tail action in the back yeah um but i guess just jenny's a classy broad um and she's wearing boy shorts with her rolled down sweatpants and situation's still trying to bring a girl home He's like, uh, Jackie, you want to hang out for a little bit? I know, like, things got wild. And uh, the other guys are like, uh, yeah, Mike is a douchebag. He's trying to pick up chicks. Um, He's on brand. I know, but also, like, I guess what else are you going to do? But except for go home and, like, take care of Snooki. Uh, yeah. Well, Mike, this shows that Mike's always thinking about himself. Even when he wants to be a good guy, he's is a self-centered person. Mm-hmm. Ronnie is so much man. I never mind. Change thought. Uh, Snooky is the shortest person on earth. Yeah. Do we did we look up how tall she is? It's like four foot nine or something. Okay, I'm gonna I'm looking it up. How tall is? I was gonna say Ronnie is short. But uh, he is only four foot eight. <gasps> That's so tiny that there's no way I that is. That's like a full, crazy. like a full foot shorter than me. Roddy is five, six, allegedly, but men lie about their height. So he's probably five, four. Uh, oh, if he says he's five, six, he's definitely five, four, five, five. Yeah. Gianni is five foot five, which is also a lie because Gianni's like barely taller than Snooky. Um, Polly D is five ten, Dina is five foot, and Jenny is five seven. Um, so all of the answers are right here with the old Google. <laughs> um, I'm gonna look up how tall you have to be to be considered a little person. I thought it was five feet. I think that was that was the old urban legend was if it's under five if you're a full grown adult under five feet. Oh yeah, dwarfism is generally defined as an adult height of four feet ten inches or less. Um, because she doesn't look like she has like congenital dwarfism. She's just a, she's just short. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's disproportionate dwarfism. And there's proportionate dwarfism. A body is proportionately small if all parts of the body are small to the same degree and appear to be proportioned like a body of average stature. Medical conditions present at birth or appearing early in childhood limit overall growth and development. So I think that um, Snooki is that. She is a proportionate dwarf. Yeah, it's not one of the things where like you're 
your arms are shorter and your arms and legs are shorter and your torso and head are the same size or anything. Yeah, she doesn't have that weird like log torso, short legs, popped out booty that your uh, Vern Troyers or your um, (laughs) that your that your classic Vern Troyer might exhibit. (laughs) Yeah. Peter Dinklage, yeah, and I'm officially yeah. out of I'm a, I'm out of little people. I don't know any others yeah. in in the um, pop culture. Nope, there's the one from Willow. Um, uh, oh, there's uh, Wee Man. There's Wee Man. Um, I cannot believe I don't have the name of the guy who played Willow at hand in my head. Um, I'm gonna scream it as soon as I look this up. Okay, it's comedian <sighs> Brad something. Okay, what is his, what is this actor's name? Oh, Warwick meanwhile. Davis. Warwick Davis. Uh, mm. How could I forget? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was on the tip of my tongue, too. Yeah, everybody was screaming at their uh, <laughs> It was Warwick Davis mania, I tell you. Yeah. Um, so who's coming over to visit? It's Ronnie's family. Oh, Roddy's. Oh, yeah. So this is the one where like Sam takes eight hours to do her hair to go out with them. And they're like, uh, let's go. And he's like, well, I'm waiting for Sam. She's doing her hair. <laughs> Sam is one of those people, too, who will not care if people are waiting for her. She's like, I'm going to take my time. Like, and I hate those people. But I'm mm-hmm. just like. I'm not one of those girls who has to have like every single thing in perfect place before I leave the house. Like. I can get ready in 10 minutes if I have to. You know what I mean? Sam's one of those girls who takes two hours and she doesn't care who's waiting. So they're just sitting out on the deck and Sam is taking her time. Ronnie um, doesn't look like the product of his parents. No. Well, because they're normal heights. That's it. That's it. Yeah, but he clearly he wasn't best breastfed. Uh, but also Ronnie's mom does remind me of an older version of Sam. They say men marry their mothers and women mm. marry their fathers. Um, I never had a stable father figure in my life. It's why I'm unmarried. Uh, uh, but anyways, yes, uh, Rod's mom is totally an older version of Sam. Oh, Snooki's still got a fat lip. She's got a fat face. She's got a full-on fat cheek. Oh, Snookers. Um, and she's like, I'm still kind of reeling from last night, but I'm going to go meet his parents. Snooki is probably that type. Like, she's good with parents. She's going to treat them with respect, call them Mrs. And Mr. and Mrs. And, like, I think Snooki's one of those people that, like, she knows how to act in situations. Even if she gets drunk and does kooka cartwheels, like... <laughs> I think she does know how to behave. Yeah, that's after uh, after family dinner. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Sam is still getting ready. And uh, Ronnie's parents think she's being rude. And they're like, why do we have to meet these, this girl that you've known for a week? <laughs> yeah, oh. because I love her. With love, and his mom's one of those mean smokers, where she like inhales and then as she exhales, she frowns like some sort of like mm-hmm. those fish, <laughs> those trouts that are like. Bleh. 
Um, just meeting his brother. And she's like, I don't care about meeting Ron's parents. I mean, they're going to love me or they're going to hate me. I'm not going to be fake for anybody. Like, you know, that and she is that person that doesn't care. She doesn't care if people wait for her. She doesn't care if people like her or not. Like most people when you're meeting, because you've met your girlfriend's parents, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you actually like it's a little nerve wracking because you're like, yeah, I want them to like me. Like that first meeting does mean something, you know, but Sam's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know what it's like to be hated by a girl I've been dating's like parents or like friends or anything. It seems miserable all around. So to go into it carefree is pretty bold. bold. Yeah, because Jinx. if the if the if the person you're dating's parents or friends don't like you, you're already driving a wedge between them and other people in their life that might mean that like they spend less time with those people in order to spend time with you and you're ruining those other relationships for them. Um, which for me, I'm always like, I want like, I mean, I want people to like me, Avi, but also I'm like, please spend time with your friends. Like, and so it's in a way, I think it's important for me to get along with my significant other friends just because I want them to hang out with their friends I want them to talk to somebody who's not me. <laughs> like, so I do good in those sort of group activities where I'm like, yeah, go talk to, go talk to your fucking friends. I'll talk to, I like, I'll, I'll circulate the party and say hi to strangers. Cause I love mm -hmm. a good stranger. Mm -hmm. uh, what are they doing shots of? It must be tequila, know. but it looks like piss. It looks, yeah. It looks like a pickleback or something. Or it looks like uh, a green tea shot. Oh, yep. You know what? I think it's probably a green tea shot. Was that a that was a thing back then? Ooh, so wait, family they loves go? they love Sam, I guess. Yeah, that's nice. Oh, yeah. My mother loves her. Did they go out to eat or anything like they didn't see they They just showed us them waiting for Sam and then they show us them saying goodbye. Uh, they uh they went to the boardwalk and played carnival games. Uh oh yeah, I watched I did watch that and then I chose to forget it. Yep. I think it would be fun to have the roommates' families coming in and out, just like because it's like how many time how much time could you spend around drunk people your own age? Mostly I would want Vinny's mom to come over because of the cooking, but the other parents would be cool too. See. Oh, did uh, Snooky's Snooky's uh, abuser get a? Uh, he got bailed out. He got bailed out, so she's kind of nervous because she's like doesn't want to see him around town. Um, like he's gonna retaliate because it's weird how like people do stuff like that and then they blame the victim. They're like, "You got me arrested," and it's like, "You hit me in the face." <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Is she gonna get popped again in the same episode? I don't think she gets popped. She looks like she just gets insulted. JWoww is one person. If I, even as a man, I don't want to get punched by JWoww. I feel like no. it would actually really hurt. Yeah, she could. She she could maybe take me. I had a girl try to fight me on Friday, uh, at at work at the bar, and I was like, "Bitch, like I wasn't raised like that." But like, if you if this is going down, like. I'm going to knock you the fuck out of your $10 high heels. Um, 
But, was this at, your, uh, wait, at the bar where you were working or were you yeah, out? I was, no, I was, I, do I go out? I'm the least fun person I don't know. No, I was at work and I was being so nice to her. We cut her off. Her friends said they were taking her home. They kept not taking her home. They were buying drinks and sliding them over to it. So I took everyone's drink away from the table and had their server close everyone out and said, you guys got to go. We told you your friend's too drunk. She fell out of her chair twice. You said that you were giving her a ride home. She's still here. You're sneaking her drinks, like whatever. And then the girl, I like walked away and the girl came over into the server station and started being like, why can't I have another drink? And I'm like, you've had too much. You're good for tonight. you got to go home just over and over again. And she's like, I don't see why you're doing this to me. I don't see it. I haven't fallen out of my chair for an hour. And I'm like, we asked you to leave 30 minutes ago. You have not left, blah, blah, blah. And then she started like puffing up and getting at my face. And so then it was like the record scratched. I'm like, listen here, bitch. You came up in my fucking office talking shit to me. We asked you to leave politely. You're not leaving. So either you leave or we're going to get you carried out of this place. Blah. Like it was like a whole thing. And she's like, I don't know why you're talking to me like this. You're embarrassing me. Like you're embarrassing yourself. Um, anyway, security had to grab her and carry her out of the bar and I got a round of applause, but I was like, I don't like having to like step to people like that. I've never been in a fight. I hope to never be in a fight. Um, if I did have to fight this girl, like obviously I would win cause she was like, just like, she was like a drunk meatball with her tits falling out of her like handkerchief shirt. Like, you couldn't tell where the tits stopped and the rolls began, and she had, like, these $5 high heel sandals on. It was just being a fucking mess. And I was nice to her, because I, I start with nice auntie. Honey, we're going to get you home. You've had too much. And then if you want to get up at my face and talk shit to me, it's going down. Anyways, she this bitch wanted to fight me. Is it bold to pick a fight with someone who works at the restaurant? That's like, I know. like talk about someone who immediately has backup and the ability to like to completely dominate you and that that you're not going to get served another drink. You're not winning that argument. Like yeah, if you get to fight with somebody, with some other patron, who cares? Yeah, and like at that point, we'd been really trying to handle the situation on the sly so as not to disturb the other guests. You know like quietly cutting her off, ask your friends to take her home. And like, she wanted it to come to a scene. So that it had to come to a scene. And um, I just like, people are like, you're such a badass, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, I don't, I don't want to have to be a badass is like the whole point. Like, I don't want to have to be that person where, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to fuck a bit, fuck a bitch up. I'm just trying to put liquids in cups and get paid. That's right. Um, but yeah, so anyways, I could have taken that bitch, but like, I don't know that I could take Jay Wow. She could probably take me. Oh, I forgot that's where they argue, where the discussion started. I was curious how we got into this. Yeah, because we were talking about how we both would be scared of Jay Wow. And they're cooking a live lobster. Um, have you ever cooked a live, have you ever cooked a lobster yourself? They scream and yeah. they scream loud. Um, and I think Snooky noticed that and took was was kind of just got disgusted by it um they say it's a humane way to do it but it's like not at all yeah because like lobsters have a decentralized nervous system so you can't just cut their head off and they die because it's not they don't have a centralized nervous system in the brain the way that we do it's distributed throughout their body 
So, like, some people, I recommend stabbing it in the skull, but it doesn't immediately die. And most people just put it live into the pot, and then it slowly boils and dies. And they scream, right? They say it's uh, just the oxygen or whatever, the air leaving it. Uh, um, like how potatoes, when you cook but, them in the microwave, scream. But that's what... Um, like humans do too. If you boiled them alive, would just be all yeah. the air leaving its body. Uh, so I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure you could call them both screams. Yeah. Huh. Oh, fresh corn. That looks good. And then Snooky can't eat it because her mouth is fucked up. <laughs> so what did they have? They had lobster, but they also had some shrimps or something. They had like pr- prawns. I don't know anything about seafood. There were some giant curly looking things. Um. In addition to the lobster. Uh, yeah, I can't then, really tell what I'm looking at anymore. Yeah, because now it's, they're done eating. This is so funny. Sam what doesn't want to clean up and do dishes. She's such a fucking cunt. Like, Mike prepared an entire dinner, and she won't even walk her own plate to the kitchen. I know. Like, I, now I she's excluded like from that. ravioli night. Yeah, I love and it. And she's excluded from chicken cutlet night. I um say you're excluded to people all the time and they I don't it's the one Jersey Shore thing that I don't think is universally recognized. So like cuz no one has ever laughed when I'm like, "Well, pff, now you're excluded. You're excluded." <laughs> um but it's funny to me. But yeah, like if you if you go over to a friend's house and they make a big spread for you, like you at least offer to do the dishes. Like, I usually will be like, let me bust everyone's plate and, like, you know, scrape them and put them in the sink. And then I'm like, you want me to do the dishes? Like, because they just did this whole production to feed you. Right. So It's a trade-off. Yeah, you have to sh- at least offer to do it as, like, a show of gratitude. Um, it's kind of like how you, like, offer your friends to help them move. But, like. If anyone takes you up on it, they're an asshole. Yeah, if they take you up on it, they're a fucking asshole. That's how I am about offering, like, people to stay at my place because it just is so tidy. Um, like, and, like, the to get to the bathroom, you have to walk through the bedroom. So, like, my one friend was like, yeah, I'm looking for a place to stay when I'm in town in, uh, in the spring. I go, well, you're always welcome at my place. But, like, if she takes me up on it, I'm going to be like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have friends with a real, like, a real crib. It's like being like, yeah, I'll stay in like your uh, camper van with you like that because that's how tidy my place is. Um, And everyone feels closer to Snooki because they took care of her. (laughs) It's a weird thing to me. I feel really close to Snooka's because, you know, she cried in front of me. I watched her bleed out of her mouth. So I think we're friends now. So weird. I would prefer to not have to get punched in the face for people to feel close to me on a boat oh they're oh they're going out on the boat they're going out on the forget about it love it love it um yeah that looks fun Oh, yeah, because they're going to, like, a big tie-up, which I've never Is that been Vince Neal? Is Vince Neal driving this boat? Um, it, Dude, it totally looks like present-day <laughs> Vince Neal, huh? That is so funny. It looks like him. Remember, there was, like, a makeover special on VH1 where he got, like, a facelift and stuff. 
Um, it looks like his, he looked after his televised plastic surgery makeover. Um, I've never been to a boat tie-up, and now I'm too sober, I think. Well, to have, I, I did do this one thing where, like, I hiked out to a waterfall, and when you get there, like, people... It's like a two-hour hike, and, like, then you uh, blow up your inflatable and, like, chill. But it wasn't as crazy as any of this. Because um, Jenny's, like... Jenny's floating over to another boat, asking them to pull her on board, and Sam and uh, Snooki are, are like, he looks old. He looks fat. They're debating whether or not he's good looking. I'm like... That's the douchiest boat I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It's a Guy Fieri boat. It's yellow with purple and orange flames. Yeah, the whole thing is one giant flame. Yeah. And they're like, we're not gay. It's just our boat's called the Flamer. (laughs) It's actually the straightest boat out here. Oh, Roddy's doing his fucking shitty hip dance. Um, but this whole day, Sam's like, she doesn't want to be around the crowd. So she just wants to get Ronnie to go stand up in like the cabin of the boat and like stare at people and talk shit. She's like, oh my God, it's so nice up here, babe. Come up here. We'll just exclude ourselves. The thing about Sam is she's not a joiner. And she's that girl that doesn't want, she doesn't want to have fun and she doesn't want you to have fun without her. They're having a blast. Yeah. I'm the type look at like, all the fun they're having. There's so much fun. And even if I, like, wasn't feeling it, I, you know, I'm the type where I'm like, no, go have fun. Go party it up. Like, I don't, especially because, like, I, I, I don't really party anymore. I'm sober. I usually am the one who I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be floating around in my thing. You can go party and, like, beer bong. I don't give a fuck. It is suplex Snooky. Oh, oh, shit, he did. He picked up Snookers and jumped in the water with her. What I don't like, this is where I get real square, is, like, people love to get shit-faced on boats, and it's so dangerous. And so, like, these guys are okay because they have a captain for their boat, but, like, all these other people here are going to drive those boats home. Um, And if there's anything we learned from the Murdoch case, it's that... um, Boat safety is really important. You shouldn't get wasted and drive a boat because your uh, friend's girlfriend may fall overboard and die. I've never driven a boat. No desire because the yeah. f- some of the drunkest I've ever been has been on a boat. Yeah. And without it, there's something about it. I think it's maybe the floating of the ground adds to the drunk feeling, the stumbling. But- well, yeah. It's just like, it's such bliss, right? You have the heat of the sun, the coolness of the water. Like, it just really lends itself to, um, uh, like, carnal delights. Like, <laughs> boats make you want to get drunk and fuck and, like, do all the good things. That's what boats are for. Sort of the American dream encapsulated. Yeah, yeah it is. I think, I on my solo podcast, I, um often end up on rants that all come to the conclusion that the highest heights one can aspire to is to have a tan and buy a boat. <laughs> and like 80%, because 80% of my problems have been solved by getting a tan. Like I started using fake tanner. I am totally tannerexic now. Like I take it too far. It has the Dolezal effect. 
But for the first time in my life, I leave the house without makeup on and people don't ask if I'm sick. People are like, oh, you're glowing. You look really healthy. You look really good. And I'm like, it's it's a tan. They're like, no, it's more like something's different. I'm like, it's literally a tan. It, I, it, without the tan, I have like, I look like um some sort of Victorian child with consumption or, you know, one of those old timey diseases that keeps you locked up with the shades drawn. Um, but with a tan, I belong to the world. And so then you take that tan and you get on a boat and that is the highest height that you could aspire to as a human being. As And as probably the, the least tan one on the show, uh, Vinny does look more sickly than the yeah. rest of them. And I don't know if it's because he isn't taking steroids or if it's just because he's not uh, freshly polished. It's because he's not freshly polished. When he was out in the sun, he was getting pink. You know who looks the healthiest out of all the guys on the show? Uh, Polly D. Polly D is also, coincidentally, the most tan. Correlation? Yeah. Is it causation? <laughs> um, the girl with uh, situation has such like 2000s brows where she like over plucked the distance between her eyebrows. So it makes her look a little bit like she has fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> Which one is she? I can't. Okay, Hoop earrings. Me... Uh, no, neither one right now. She is. She was talking to Sit. She has like um shoulder length hair. It's hard because they're all brunettes right now. Oh, the, the, no, not so not the blonde, the not shortest the blonde. brunette. Yeah, the shortest hair brunette. Um, I thought she was the cutest yeah. one. She is really I've... cute, but her eyebrows. She overplucked the distance between them, um, and because what I think they're called parenthetical folds. Hold on, um, and it happens with fetal alcohol syndrome. Um. The amount of times I look this up. Um, just show me the diagram. Secondary conditions. Anyways, I remember once I was explaining this to, to Zach, I made a very similar... Oh, epicanthal folds. Yeah, so like... They generally, their eyes are a little more wide set and there's like the fold, the skin on the inner side of the eye, there's like a fold that comes out. So when mm. you overpluck the distance between your eyebrows, it makes you look like you have that. Uh, but uh, uh. I remember describing this to Zach and he's like, I think my friend has that. And I thought he was saying it as like, just to be shady, like, yeah, my friend, like, ha ha ha, let's laugh at my friend. And he goes, no. And he pulls up a picture and he shows it to me. Uh, like his friend from high school, I was like, oh yeah, no, that dude has fetal alcohol syndrome for sure. And he's like, his mom was a prostitute. Like, yeah. <laughs> Story checks out. Oh yeah, I know plenty of people that look like, oh man, this is, yeah, I know I know more than one that look uh, pretty <laughs> similar to a lot of these uh, cartoon diagrams. A lot of, <laughs> lot of flat upper lips and small eye openings. Um, yeah. You know, flat mid faces. Yep. I know, I know Mia. Yeah. Uh, quite a few flat mid faces. <laughs> um, and meanwhile, somebody called Snooky fat at the club, and then Jenny put him in check. Um, and Mike is busy hitting on a girl. 
Oh, but they're different. The Mike's home at home. He's not at the club, so he's off the hook. Oh, and she's telling him she like knows about stuff. I think because like he, they have a reputation on the boardwalk already of being man whores. Well, I was fast. They've been here for three days. Yeah, and everyone knows about these <laughs> dudes that keep pulling chicks. Um, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're but they're excited about their reputation. Um, Vinny, no, sorry, Polly D and Mike are like hell yeah, we're those dudes. Ooh, this club is called Bamboo. And Jenny p used her best tit oil. Uh, and she's doing... Okay, she has a pink bra on, like a yep. regular pink push-up bra, and then a corset over top of it. And, like, I remember... Every part of her outfit has bedazzles on it. Yeah, all like, of Like, everything is sparkling from, like, the upper tit down to her knees. There's a sparkle. Yeah. It was such a weird era, like you, because I did this all the time. You'd wear a push-up bra with a corset, because like traditionally you're like, yeah, you don't want your bra strap showing or whatever, but yeah, you just wear a bra with a corset, and then sometimes you cut a pair of fishnet stockings to go over your arms over top of the bra corset, and then you just put bedazzles on everything. Um, and they're recapping the fight. Half this show is just them recapping fights. <laughs> It's it's letting us watch it twice, recapping yeah. it twice, and then once at the end, maybe next episode. And that is the thing when you're like out drinking with your friends and you're 21, and then like some shit pops off, and then you all like go back to someone's house afterwards and keep talking about it. Like, yeah, well, then he said this, and she said that, and oh, yeah, you swung on him, and you just like, you're all hyped. No one's going to bed. You're high on adrenaline. Snooki had blue blue color contacts in there too. Oh really? Yep, in she that, does. That diary room. Yeah. You clocked it. Uh -huh. uh, and coming up, Polly D is gonna uh, DJ at Karma. Oh shit! And is that who? Vinny's making out with somebody. He was making out with someone. I couldn't tell who it was. It kind of looked like Wow. It did, right? That's why I was confused. I was like, yeah, they all, they all look like JOL. Yeah. Well, they all want to. Like, she was the hottest that you could aspire to look like. Uh, he is, still has a very similar setup, um, apparently, for his DJ set. it's He has a red, white, and green, like, turntable. That is so funny. Yeah, he like spray painted his mixing board, the Italian flag. Um, oh, he's putting together a mix. He does uh, this six times a week. That he teach, so he goes out every night. Then he says he goes. It, he just said he does it six days a week. That's a lot. I mean, but you got, if that's his sole source of income, then that makes sense. He's not working a day job. He's just DJing every night. Mm -hmm. And it kind of makes sense for him because he seems like the guy who likes to be out and about and party, but he really stays out of the fray. So, like, being the DJ is a good position for him because, like, when you're a DJ, you're at the party, you're at the club, but, like, 
you have a role to play. You're not part of the fights or the whatevers or the dramas. You're you're the DJ. You're working. You're working. Yeah, kind of like like I I am comfortable at a bar when I'm working. When I'm not, I'm like, uh, what do I do here? Because then I'm in the middle of the fray. I like to be behind that bar to have distance between me and the guests, just like uh, Pauly D has his uh, herd tables, his decks. Is that what they're called? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> that's, that's the uh, that's the one thing I think it's a very it's a very common running joke. But like when you're in your twenties, everyone's a DJ. There's a whole lot of DJs. Yep. I know dozens of DJs. Um, yeah, and I did. I just saw something on Twitter today that said uh, all those DJs turn into real estate agents in your 30s. So yep. heads up for that. And I was like, yep, that sounds about right as well. There's a lot of people making that that real estate that transition. transition. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there are people who they don't really want a real job. They just want to hang. <laughs> Which is like fine. I just don't have that mentality. Like I like having a job that I clock into and clock out of and like I don't know. Like, I have a friend who, um, she's a makeup artist, and now she's a Pilates teacher. And so she's very, like, all day, every day, she's, like, scheduling and booking and reaching out to clients and stuff because, like, you have to be really self-motivated and, like, able to manage, like, your marketing and everything to do that. And I'm like, I don't, I like that I just, like, show up at 5 p.m. Um, and, like, do the job and I go home. I don't have to spend a lot of like mostly scheduling. It's mostly scheduling that I hate scheduling and booking clients and stuff. Yeah. Like, so like being a real estate agent or just anything where you're kind of, you you are always on the hustle. I don't think I would do good at. Then again, I think there's a lot of real estate agents and also a lot of DJs that do it in name only and never actually sell a house. Yeah. I know, I know, I know way more real estate agents than I know houses sold. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Like they did it so they can tell people they have a title, but like that's not how they pay their bills. That'd be like me telling people I'm a podcaster. Like, like, oh, what do you do? I go, oh, I'm a podcaster. And they're like, oh, you make a living at that? Oh, no. No, <laughs> you know what I <laughs> not, mean? Even, not even close. It costs me hundreds of dollars every year. Yeah. Like I actually <laughs> pay to do this and they're like, oh, so it's, that's a hobby. Um, uh, karma. This is, it's a big club. It's two levels. I want to go to, I want to go to karma. I want to go to bamboo. I want it to be 2009 again. Yeah, Totally. Um, I'm in this, like, I'm in all these girls next door, uh, and Playboy, uh, subs on Reddit and like someone proposed, um, putting together like a meetup in Las Vegas to go to all the places they went to on the show, like staying at the Palms and going to like clubs they went to. I'm like, that actually would be really fun. That's not that far for you, right? How far is Vegas? Uh, it's like five hours, four and a half, five hours. It's a Light real work. quick drive. It's, I like driving to Southern California better because it's more like open desert. Um, the stretch of highway from like Arizona to Las Vegas is like one of the most dangerous ones in the country because it's people are driving on it. They're hungover. They're still drunk. They're on no sleep, whatever. And it's like one of those like there's a section where it's two lanes. So if you go to pass, you're driving into opposing traffic. 
Um, so yeah, it's a pretty dangerous freeway, but um, that's a, a that's LA to Vegas too. LA to Vegas oh, is, is it? yeah that that's one where I almost I there's a, a life flash between before your eyes thing where coming around a bend and there was like an eighteen wheeler in front of me and I pulled out to the left to try and pass him and immediately saw a car face the oh. other way and I had to speed up to like hundred ten to get around this truck. That was one of those oh ones where like God. I like caught my breath afterwards and was like I was almost just uh, obliterated all over the the Nevada highway. Oh my God, that is so scary. Yeah, so sometimes it's better to fly. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're gonna build a so, train. They're about to build a train from Vegas to L.A. Are they? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, so at the end of this episode, the lady that Viddy is making out with was actually there with their boss and landlord, Danny. And then the weirdest thing is like they made out and they're heading back to his house. And she's like, I love Danny. He's like, what? She's like, Danny, I love him. I was here with him tonight. He's like, what the fuck? (laughs) Um, so now he just committed the robbery on his boss's girl. Snooky gets in another fight. Tommy yeah. shows up again. Oh, man. Next episode is going to be good. Oh, shit. And then is that the one where the situation's sister comes out, too? And so, like, Vinny and her had all this good phone conversation. She shows up, and she is cute, but she also looks just like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's so good. Um, all right. Well, you want to do this again sometime? Yeah, buddy. Do something.